It's Points North, a show from Interlochen Public Radio, where we hear about life in northern Michigan through the news, the people, and the places. I'm Morgan Springer. Coming up later on the show, a dietitian helps people cook healthier food. Plus, some parents are still saying no to vaccinating their kids after educational meetings with the Grand Traverse County Health Department. They try to essentially coerce you into the behavior they want to see. And I think that takes all of the humanity out of the decision. But the state says meetings are a success elsewhere. But first, we asked you to weigh in on vaccines, and the reactions we got were mixed. Diana Morgan from Old Mission Peninsula says she and her husband vaccinated their sons and they get the flu shot every year. She says her kids are grown and healthy. Yes, you got to vaccinate your kids. Sarah Shepard Pearsall agrees. She wrote on Facebook, quote, My son has autism. We vaccinate both our children and ourselves because science has proven over and over they are safe and do not cause autism, unquote. Arlene Larson from Benzonia has a different take. I'm absolutely, absolutely against vaccination and certainly forced vaccination. And and I almost died from being vaccinated. She says it happened after she got a flu shot as a kid and she was immediately hospitalized for extreme pain. But she says doctors would not say it was the flu shot and labeled it blood poisoning. One man appeared to argue on Facebook that people who do not vaccinate should be arrested. Another man responded, quote, so much for land of the free, eh? The first man jumped back in, saying he would rather protect his kids by immunizing. The measles outbreak in southeast Michigan this spring mainly spread because of unvaccinated kids. The outbreak has been contained to that part of the state, but Grand Traverse County is a high-risk area. After a mandate required parents to learn the risks of not vaccinating, they saw movement statewide, but not in the county. IPR's Taylor Wisner reports more and more parents there are still opting out. Megan Flaska used to be a vaccine believer. A mother of four, she dutifully followed her doctor's instructions, wanting to keep her children safe and healthy. But when her third child suddenly developed severe asthma and allergic reactions, her doctor gave her some startling news. He told her her son's vaccines may be the cause of his medical issues. And I didn't blink, and I went, okay, that's fine. It didn't seem like a big deal. It just seemed like this is not a good thing for your child. Flaska says for a while, ensuring her son's safety was as simple as signing a form at school. But then, in 2015, the state created a new rule. If parents want to skip their kids' vaccination, they now have to sit down for an education session at their county health department before they can sign a waiver. During the meetings, the nurse explains why vaccines are an important protection for kids and answers parents' questions. After the rule went into effect in Michigan, the number of vaccine waivers went down by 25 percent. Bob Swanson, the state's immunization director, says that's been a particular success with kindergarten waivers. We are no longer fourth highest in the country. We're still high, but not as bad. Um, So obviously just from the counts, it's working. But in Grand Traverse County, the trend has been different. Immediately following the mandate, the number of vaccine waivers went down in the county like the rest of the state. But in the years since, the number has crept back up. Now, Grand Traverse County is the fourth highest in the state for vaccine waivers. County Health Department Medical Director Michael Collins isn't sure why so many parents are choosing not to vaccinate their kids in Grand Traverse County. I think we have a lot, you know, maybe a lot of free-thinking people around here, which is good in many ways, of course. But uh, in the case of 
those who choose to not have their children vaccinated, I, I personally think they're making a wrong decision. The wrong decision because healthcare providers widely agree that vaccines are effective and safe. They say the risks are few, generally a sore arm or a mild fever. But Megan Flaska says she and other parents still don't want to take that risk after seeing children who've experienced side effects. It's a one in a million chance for a vaccine reaction. And I know a lot of people that play the lottery for a one in 176 million chance and they don't think anything of it. Um, I'm not taking those chances with my child. She says the education sessions haven't shown her any information she didn't already know and says the nurses were often combative with her. Flaska says they refused to answer questions she had about the waiver's language. She'd ask, why do I have to get a waiver for a disease my daughter already had? And why does my daughter have to miss 30 days of school with each case of measles? The nurses couldn't answer the questions I was asking. And I think a lot of us would feel like this is a more open process if the education went both ways. Collins says the Grand Traverse County Health Department is much more focused on telling parents about the risks of not vaccinating. Currently, in a handful of schools in the county, the waiver rate is at least 15 percent. He says if a student gets the measles, the county forces all non-immunized students to leave school. We realize that uh, the chances of our having a, a real outbreak in our county are increased. We think we know what to do and, uh, and we'll be ready to do it. It won't be popular. Vaccine-preventable outbreaks never are. For Points North, I'm Taylor Wisner. It's Points North. I'm Morgan Springer. This week, we've got another recipe for you. It involves some baby carrots and getting people more comfortable in the kitchen. Here's IPR's Max Johnston. Laura McCain is a dietitian at Munson Medical Center in Traverse City. We're standing in the hospital's kitchen, where she's making olive oil braised carrots with warm spices. McCain drops a dozen or so baby carrots into a small pan with the oil. So what you're going to be hearing is a fun little sizzle and pop. She turns up the heat as she lightly sautés the carrots. And I love this recipe. I've done it in multiple grade school classrooms where children go, ew, and then they eat it and they go home with my recipe and they tell me later, it's my favorite carrot recipe. As a dietitian, McCain teaches doctors and patients everything from how to season a chicken to how to hold a knife. Because we all do kind of suffer from the same root issues of not enough time, maybe some issues with not enough confidence with foods to be able to successfully pull off dinner, homemade, really yummy, more often than not. After the carrots have been browned, she adds garlic, nutmeg, cinnamon, cloves, and a little bit of cayenne pepper. Then some chicken broth. If you do a little too much, we'll let that cook down. But McCain accidentally pours in a little too much. Now, I got a little excited. Sometimes you mess up a little bit. Welcome to dinner. She lets some broth boil off and the carrots soften. Finally, she pours the carrots out and adds some fresh parsley for color. Then I awkwardly hold the microphone to my mouth while I try to eat. I get a little bit of heat, the cayenne yep. pepper. Yep, yep. And the cinnamon is a really interesting. Kind of fun. Kind of throws me for a loop. For Points North, I'm Max Johnston. You can find the full recipe for olive oil braised carrots with warm spices at our website, pointsnorthradio.org.
And that's our show for the week. I'm Morgan Springer. Tune into Points North every Friday here on IPR News Radio. You can also listen at our website, that's pointsnorthradio.org, or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're listening, be sure to rate us. And thanks.